0: Romans 8.15 says, You did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you received the spirit of adoption by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. Welcome to Spirit of Adoption Radio, where we soar above all the darkness of this world and see things in the light of God's eternal perspective. Now here's your hosts, Kevin and Tabitha Lavelle. CDs tips and videos radio and TV shows conferences retreats and seminars we got books and magazines to read on everything from A to Z and a web to surf from many Hey, everybody. Shalom. We're so thankful and blessed that you would choose to join us today for episode number 70 of Spirit of Adoption Radio. I'm Kevin, and with me as always is my dear wife, Tabitha, who I love. How are you today, Svia?
1: <laughs> I'm doing great. I love you too. Amen. This song is very true. Especially... Stirring up love in my heart. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Amen.
1: Amen. I like the part that he says about information, just with all the information out there going through our head, we need to remember it's all about love. Mm. And just today I was booking 78 orphan children to come on tickets from Ukraine to the U.S., mm-hmm. And, you know, you can get kind of mechanical with just the tickets and all the different mechanical things. And it's like, you know, at the end of the day, it's all about love. I don't know these little children, but, you know, we can pray for them and we can be excited about them being able to come to the U.S. for the holidays for God's love.
0: Amen. Because there are many different loves in this world. Mm -hmm. And so we're to love the things God loves and hate the things God hates. Mm. Like if you love babies, you'll hate abortion, Mm. right? Amen. So on today's show, we want to talk about the key that opens the door to understand the salvation of God. That's a pretty powerful key.
1: Yeah, it is. Amen. Amen.
0: So speaking of keys, Mm -hmm. just this last week, someone told me that the key to the Bible is something called unconditional election, Mm. meaning That from eternity past, before the world was ever created, God chose some people to be saved and he chose some people to be damned for all eternity. Not just that God knew that some people would be saved and he knew that some people would be damned because, of course, he knows everything. For God to be God, he knows everything. Right. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Foreknowledge doesn't mean for causing.
1: Right. God mm-hmm. doesn't
0: cause everything.
1: No, otherwise he would be a pretty evil God if he That's caused right. some of the things going on today.
0: So by this unconditional election that the person was saying is the key to the Bible, they're not meaning that God just knew some would be saved. He knew some would be damned, but that he willed it to be that way. Mm-hmm. He ordained it to be that way. Mm-hmm. He decided it to be so. That's a big difference, yeah. Than is. just knowing. So, no, that is not the key to the Bible, folks. That is not the key to the Bible. No, that may be one of the enemy's keys to confuse people, to deceive people, and to malign the character of God. Right. But is not the key to the Bible, though. So. God can cause things to happen. Right. But he doesn't cause evil things to happen.
1: No, he doesn't.
0: God is good and he does good. Mm. He is righteous even in his judgments that are good. Yeah. Okay. But he doesn't do evil. He doesn't tempt. There's things that God doesn't do. That's right. So God knows that there are some people who are going to elect him as king of their life. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right. That are going to choose him. And so he foreknows that. But he doesn't cause it. He knows that there's some people that are gonna reject him as king. They're mm-hmm. not gonna elect him. They're not gonna choose him as king. Yeah. But he doesn't cause them to do that. No. He doesn't and- cause people to reject him. No. And to go to hell. He doesn't cause that.
1: No, in fact, he does everything possible not to have that happen.
0: That's right. So what is the true key to the Bible? The true key to the Bible is the true love of God. Mm-hmm. The yes. true love of God not the false love of God that says God loves some but doesn't love all. Mm. That's a false love. That's a counterfeit love. That's a different God. Mm. That's not the God of the Bible because the God of the Bible is love. Mm. And how do we know that God loves all? Because he died for all, not just some. And the Bible says in Romans 5, 8, that his death on the cross was the demonstration of God's love. So Therefore, if Jesus died for all, then he loves all.
1: Mm, Yes. Amen. You see? Yeah. And you know, that's that was the key to the Bible for me because when I was born again at the age of twenty two, it wasn't this head knowledge that I came to, this mental ascent of knowledge, you know, that I was elect or I was this or that. No, it was my heart was touched by the gospel. And I was changed on a heart level. And that was the key that unlocked the Bible for me. The love that God had for me was like my foundation now. And it was like the lights went on and the Bible became alive to me. And it wasn't just like any other book anymore. It wasn't just like some kind of thing that I'm reading to gain a knowledge in my head. It was like a total transformative heart experience that I was having. It's all about love. That was the key that unlocked the Bible to me.
0: Amen. Personally. But maybe he only loved you.
1: No, no, he maybe he only loved you and he only wanted
0: to shower you with his love.
1: No, that's not true.
0: Well, let's see what the Bible says. Did he really die for all?
1: Mm, Yes. Mm. If he
0: did die for all, then he loves all. Amen. In John 6:51, the Lord Jesus Christ said, I am the living bread which came down from heaven. If anyone eats of this bread, he will live forever. And the bread that I shall give is my flesh. That's when he offered his body on the cross, which I shall give for the life of the world. Mm. Anyone in the world. Mm.
1: Amen. Anyone means anyone. Yes. Amen. And if
0: somebody wanted to twist this, they would have to say that he only came for the Jews because here when he's speaking, he's speaking to the Jews,
1: Mm. but you'd
0: have a problem Because the Apostle Paul said the gospel is for the Jew first, but also for the Greek.
1: Mm -hmm. Yes. But then you
0: might have to say, well, I'm not Greek. I'm an American. Uh Uh-oh. What about me? He he only came for the Jews and the Greeks.
1: (laughs) Oh, man. Please don't twist the Bible. Just read it. Just read it for what it says and keep things simple in your life, please. (laughs) Amen.
0: Yes. First John chapter two, verse two is a very, very important verse because sometimes people will take where in the Bible it uses the word world. It's used in different ways. Yeah. And so there's some people that say, oh, when it says he loved the world, it's only talking about believers. Mm. It's only talking about those that he chose to save. No. But first John 2.2 2 completely blows that away because he actually shows both groups of people in the same scripture. It says, and he himself is the propitiation for our sins. John is writing to believers. So here, Jesus is the propitiation. He's the satisfying offering, the sacrifice Mm -hmm. for our sins. Those are the believers. And not for ours only, but also for the whole world. Mm. So there you have both groups of people. You see what I mean? Right. Of course, he is the propitiation for you, dear.
1: Yeah.
0: He's the sacrifice for you. Mm -hmm. But not only for you, not Mm -hmm. only for me, not only for our fellowship, but also for the whole world. So there he's talking about the unbelievers. Wow. You see, believers and unbelievers, not just believers, for the whole world.
1: You know, I think about his sacrifice was enough for the sins of the whole world, but it's those that come and partake. It's like the communion. Mm -hmm. You know, if you get your heart clean and you desire to have communion with God, then he desires to have that with you too. Mm -hmm. It's not like... You know, he's only having communion with this elite group over here that he wants to commune with? No, of course not. He wants to commune with everyone. That's right. But it's up to us. Are we going to humble ourselves? Are that's we going right. to commune? Are we going to repent of sin so that we can commune with God? You that's know, right. that's that's up to us.
0: That's right. There is power, power, wonder-working power in the blood of the lamb. Yeah. But you have to allow it.
1: Mm. to work
0: powerfully in your life.
1: That's so sweet. Amen. Amen. Let him
0: have his way with you. Mm. Romans 5, verse 6. For when we were still without strength, in due time, Christ died for the ungodly.
1: Mm. Wow. That's who are the ungodly? Beautiful. Those Name who have people. not repented of their sins. You know,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I can think of a lot of them. That's like, right.
0: Jeffrey Epstein, maybe. Wow. But he's a pedophile. Maybe he died. Maybe he didn't. I don't know. They say he hung himself in prison, but we don't know what happened really. But did Jesus die for him? He's a pedophile.
1: Mm. Wow! Did
0: Jesus die for him? Is he ungodly?
1: Yeah. And you know, I think about David Berkowitz, the one that we just just talked about on our last episode. If you haven't listened Mm -hmm. to last week's episode, that testimony of David Berkowitz is so powerful. Please listen to that one. That's right. Runaway chances.
0: Amen. So I was ungodly.
1: I was too.
0: I was unlike God
1: mm.
0: <laughs> and he died for me. Wow. So if you're ungodly, if you're not like God, if you're without God, Christ died for you. Amen. Yes. Amen. Amen. Hebrews 2 9. But we see Jesus, who was made a little lower than the angels for the suffering of death, crowned with glory and honor, that he, by the grace of God, might taste death for everyone. Mm. Everyone. Amen. Second Peter chapter 2, verse 1. Now, this is really powerful. But there were also false prophets among the people, even as there will be false teachers among you who will secretly bring in destructive heresies, even denying the Lord who bought them and bring on themselves swift destruction. Mm. Does it sound like these false prophets and false teachers are getting blessed? No. But it says Jesus died for them. He bought them. He poured out his blood for them. Wow. And it's not just certain ones. It's all of them.
1: Mm.
0: It's not saying it's just certain individuals. There were false prophets in the past. There will be false teachers in the future. Mm. And he died for them all. Wow. So as we can see clearly, there is no doubt that God died for all. So therefore, he loves all. Mm -hmm. And you could say, because he loves all, he died for all. Yeah. You can flip it either way. It's true. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Amen. Yeah. So it would logically and reasonably follow. And remember, logic comes from God, and he's very reasonable. He's the one who says, come, let us reason together. Yes. So it would follow that if God loves all, he died for all, then he surely, without a doubt, wants all to be saved.
1: Absolutely.
0: But just in case there's a shadow of a doubt still, let's look at some more scriptures that prove God wants all to be saved. Amen. Because I want everyone to be saved. Yeah. And I know my heart changed. I didn't used to care if anyone was saved. Right. But when God came in me, I had a love that wanted everyone to be saved.
1: Oh, yeah. Me too. And, and I had this fire to be on the evangelism team. I wanted mm-hmm. to be on the witnessing team, you know, right when I got saved and became born again. And the sad thing is, if you believe that this was all decided ahead of time, what would be your motivation for even caring about the lost?
0: The Great Commission.
1: What would be the motivation for the Great Commission? Logically.
0: Yeah, you you don't need to do it.
1: You don't need to do it. Because because... everything's been
0: ordained and everything's been decided.
1: So let's sit on our church pew. everything has been willed from
0: eternity past. Yeah. So it makes God's word confusing. It almost makes God seem like he's confused when he's telling his children to go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Every. All the world? Why God? There's no need for that.
1: No need if everybody's already, you know. You've already planned chosen. it.
0: You've already done
1: it. So it's all finished. Yeah.
0: But that's a lie. That's, you see,
1: That's really sad. It takes a little bit of truth, but it really poisons with the, the lie part of it, you know, because we need to be logical. We need to draw the logical conclusion. And that's what we're doing here. So praise God.
0: Amen. Amen. But here's some more verses about how the Lord wants everyone to be saved. Ezekiel chapter 18. Very important chapter. I think this chapter was important to you.
1: It was one that opened my eyes from this for sure.
0: Yeah. So Ezekiel 18, 23, the Lord God is saying this. Do I have any pleasure at all that the wicked should die, says the Lord God, and not that he should turn from his ways and live? Mm. He has no pleasure in the death of the wicked? No. No. if every person was chosen from eternity past and God decided who was going to live eternally, and who is going to die eternally? Why would he care about the wicked
1: turning and living? Exactly. God's word is totally contrary to all of that nonsense.
0: Mm-hmm. John three sixteen and 17. For God so loved the world, the cosmos, which we saw earlier in 1 John chapter 2, verse 2, right? Yes. He's the propitiation for our sins, the believers, but not for ours only, but for the sins of the what? The whole world. Amen. The whole world. So this is the same thing here. This cosmos here is referring to the actual whole world. Mm-hmm. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever in the world believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life.
1: Yeah. You
0: see, just like in Ezekiel 18, turn and live. Mm. Same thing here, turn and live
1: yeah.
0: everlastingly. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Mm. Now, which world did God send his son into? Just the world full of loving believers who received him? No. Who treated him wonderfully and kind? And no. is that the world that he came into? No way. No. He came into a world full of sinners, mm. full of wickedness. That's the world that yeah. he's redeeming people out of. Yes. It's not a world just of believers. It's a world of sinners. Mm. Amen. Wow.
1: Well, amen.
0: John twelve thirty two. Jesus said, and if I am lifted up from the earth, meaning on the cross, when he was lifted up on the cross, Mm. he said, I will draw all peoples to myself. Mm. So it's pretty clear that God wants all peoples to be saved. Yes. And that's why he was lifted up on the cross to die Mm. for all peoples that they might be drawn to him. Amen. We don't deny that the Lord does drawing. No. That the Holy Spirit actually was sent into this world to convict the world. That's another verse I don't have written down but the spirit comes into the world to convict the world of sin. Okay. He does do that part, right. but we have the responsibility. God gave us the ability to respond.
1: Yes, he did.
0: So he draws and Jesus says, everyone will be taught by God. Those who hear him and learn from him will come to me. Mm. So we have a responsibility to hear and to learn Yes, and to come, but God does the drawing. Mm. He does the teaching. He does the wooing. He does the speaking, the persuading, the convicting, we do the responding. Wow! You see? Yes. And then he does the saving. His spirit comes inside of us and gives us life. First Timothy 1.15 says, this is a faithful saying and worthy of all acceptance that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners of whom I am chief, the apostle Paul said. Mm. So this, this world here, this cosmos is a cosmos of sinners,
1: yeah, such were some of us.
0: That That's the world that the Bible's talking about right there. Yeah. And so, obviously, he wants to save sinners. Mm. First Timothy 2, 3 through 6, For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior, who desires all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. For there is one God and one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus, who gave himself a ransom for all to be testified in due time. Mm. 1 Timothy 4.10 says, for to this end, we both labor and suffer reproach because we trust in the living God who is the savior of all men, especially of those who believe. Mm. Another powerful scripture that puts both groups of people there. He's the savior of all men. That's the ungodly. That's the whole world of sinners, Mm. especially the savior of those who believe. Right. You see, you have both groups of people, just like First John 2, 2 had both groups of people, believers and unbelievers. Mm. He is the Savior of all the world, yes. but especially the Savior of those who trust and obey, right? Right. Especially, because we are the ones who get to experience that great salvation.
1: Exactly. We're right? the ones who are- Especially. It's like the communion bread is there for everybody, but- if you're not right with God, you're not allowed to take it. And That's you right. can't have communion like that with him.
0: You don't get to have the it's benefits.
1: not that it's not available to right. you. It's not that that salvation is not available to you. It's that you are choosing to stay in your sins and not partake of it and be saved by it. It is not that it's exclusive only for these select, mm-hmm. you know, it's for all.
0: That's right. But especially for those who obey the gospel. Mm, amen. Yes. 2 Peter 3, 9. We know this. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some count slackness, but is long-suffering toward us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Yeah. God wants everyone, every single one of us, to turn around, to turn from our ways to Jesus, who is the way.
1: Mm, yes. Amen.
0: Amen. 1 John four fourteen, And we have seen and testified that the Father has sent the Son as Savior of the world. Mm. That's the testimony of the Apostle John. I'm going to receive the testimony of the Apostle John mm. that the Savior that was sent from the Father is the Savior of the whole world. Yes, amen. And he wants everyone in the world. If God had it his way, every single person that ever lived would be saved. Mm. If God had it his way. If, he, if yeah. his will was done in everyone's life, mm. they would all submit themselves to him. And receive his great salvation. That's how great his salvation is. Yeah, It could save every soul that ever existed.
1: Exactly. Amen. It is. It's great. We're it's... not
0: going to cheapen his great salvation.
1: No, we're not going to minimize that. No way.
0: So I hope it's abundantly clear from the scriptures that this false teaching of unconditional election, that from eternity past, before the world was ever created, God chose some people to be saved and some to be damned for all eternity. Not just that he knew some would be saved and someone will be damned, but that he willed it, he ordained it, he decided it to be so, that that teaching is not the key to the Bible. Mm -mm. So we've seen very clearly from the scriptures that Jesus died for all, that he poured out his blood for all, right? Yes. So it makes no sense that Jesus would pour out his blood for all and make atonement for all, and then from eternity past, unconditionally choose some to be saved and others to be damned. Because mm. we just saw in the scriptures that he died for all, right?
1: Right. Not select few, but yeah. all. He
0: mm-hmm. died for all. He poured out his blood for all. Yeah. So why would Jesus pour out his blood for those he wanted to be damned? Right. He wouldn't do that, right?
1: No, it wouldn't make sense.
0: Wouldn't make sense. Mm-mm. But we saw in the scriptures that he did. Right. He poured out his blood for everyone. Right. So if he chose certain people from eternity past to be damned, mm. then what we're saying is he poured out his blood for people he wanted to go to hell. Yeah.
1: Yeah doesn 't make sense
0: that's evil too,
1: you know, and I think about too back into the Old Testament about putting the blood it there was something that required faith and obedience in the putting of the blood mm-hmm. over the doorpost, right I yeah, mean applying not that just the blood is shed, but there's something you need to do with it you can't that's right. trample it that's right. I mean we could trample it under our feet, but then There remains no more a sacrifice for us, according to the Bible.
0: You have to apply the blood to the doorposts of your heart. Amen. That's right. Yes. So it's the atoning death of Jesus for everyone that shows the true love of God Mm. and completely destroys this false teaching. Amen? Amen. The real key to the Bible is that God loves all, God died for all, and God wants all to be saved. Mm. That's the true key to the Bible.
1: Yes. Amen. So
0: we shouldn't believe anyone or any doctrine that tells us otherwise.
1: Yes. Reject it like poison. Yes. Amen. Amen. So we feel pretty strongly about this topic, and we just hope that you will glean from the word on these things. You know, we just want to point you to the Bible. Amen. That's what we're here for. And we just want to thank you again for joining us here for another episode of Spirit of Adoption Radio. We're just really thankful and excited about all of the listeners in Uganda and Kenya and Amen. Israel and God all over the y'all. world. <laughs> God loves y'all.
0: God loves y'all
1: the whole world. <laughs> he loves all of you. Amen. And we're just excited to see what God is doing in your lives. And please continue to share your testimonies with us. They encourage us so much when mm. we see, Amen. you know, you coming to faith in Jesus and getting a Bible for the first time over there in Uganda and in Kenya, getting your Bible and reading the Bible. You know, if you have that Bible, be sure you're reading it too Amen. and growing and
0: sharing it with everyone and because sharing. the Lord wants everyone to be saved. Amen.
1: That's right. Don't hide your light. Amen.
0: And remember, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and love and a sound mind. He has everything under control. So look up and lift up your heads because your redemption draws near. Amen? Amen. Amen. And may the Lord bless you as you seek him today. Maranatha. Maranatha. Thanks for listening to Spirit of Adoption Radio. You can reach us through our website, AdoptionAirfare.com. Also, please subscribe and leave us a review on the listening platform of your choice. Lord willing, we'll see you next time. Maranatha.